this is the first time we're doing the podcast that I've had my standing desk conversion thing. Oh, you have a standing desk conversion? Well, I, it's one of those things that you just put on your desk and it's got a spot for the keyboard and a spot for the monitor and you can raise and lower it if you want to stand or sit. Mm. Like I haven't, I've been working all day and I haven't sat down once. Do you feel good about it? I, you know what? I love it, dude. Really? I love it. Yeah. Like the, the, the most in shape, I guess I ever was, was like all while I was working retail and I was standing all day. Well, yeah. The most in shape I ever was, was when I was waiting tables. Yeah. Uh, the least in shape I ever was, was probably when I started editing video. Yeah. That's welcome to that. Yeah. That's absolutely what does but it. That's I've, I've taken measures to combat that, but I'm still not as much in shape as I was. Well, no, it wasn't only that you started editing video and sitting all day, but the fact that you started editing video led you to making more money, which meant you could eat as much as you want. Mm, that is absolutely true. I could. See, another thing about waiting tables and working retail is that you only make enough money to eat a little bit. <laughs> That's true. Uh, that reminds me of a line from Platoon of Power Squadron. Oh, yeah. In other news, I have been eating less or, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also, also in episode eight, the time travel episode, mm-hmm. um, I say, uh, end of the pay period, who feels like tap water and peanut butter toast? <laughs> 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 because... Like, you never feel the end of the pay period like you do when you're in your 20s working retail. Well, here's the thing. I waited tables, though. I was able to eat, like, really large meals at the restaurant. Sure. So, but... But you were also w- walking more than oh, I was as yes, a retail was worker walking, who couldn't afford to eat. Like I was yeah. walking many miles a day, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, it was a very healthy and unhealthy experience. Healthy yeah. in the sense of moving around a lot. Unhealthy in the things I was eating and drinking and my pocketbook yeah 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 Yeah. i mean it was okay it was okay waiting tables can be a good job depending on where you are but as you guys can tell from this conversation uh we're going to be talking about avengers endgame Mm -hmm, today mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean probably from the title on your podcast uh, subscription service is how you knew not us talking about retail and such because that doesn't have anything to do with endgame no i don't think we should even do oh you know what we should do Theme song. Movie. Movie! Are we done with the theme song now? Yeah, it's over now. Okay. I really liked it. (laughs) I don't think we should even do a a non-spoiler section today. I feel like... I feel like a movie that made $1.2 billion on opening weekend, uh-huh. uh, we can just forego the non-spoilers and go straight into spoilers territory because everyone's seen it already. I also think people probably aren't going to listen to this until they've seen it. And I agree. It is uh, the, the latest in a 22-movie story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like, you know, people... You, you should have seen it by now, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing we do do uh, during the non-spoiler section is describe whether or not we think somebody should see this movie, and then we get into the particulars of sure, it. Sure, 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 sure. Where did you land, Craig? This is the this is the this is the end game, man. We've been through a lot. It's a we've weird, been through a lot to get here. It is a weird question to answer about this movie because, of course, you should see it if you've seen the other twenty-one movies, or <laughs> or you want to see how uh, uh, Infinity War ended. Like even yeah. if it's just mediocre, you should see it because you want you're 
you're gonna want to know how it ends if you were invested in Infinity War. Yeah, you know. Um, personally, yes, I recommend it. I had a good time with it. I loved this movie. Okay, you loved it. I loved it. Okay, all right. Yeah. I loved. Uh, now, admittedly, they were. Um, hitting a few of my personal like just joy beats like they were really they were really like kind of driving the movie towards some of my specific pleasure centers you know yeah yeah um in terms of like i didn't know we were really going to get into time travel and <laughs> like i was so like i said guys we're just gonna go for it we're just we're spoilers we're spoilers out you know i bet i bet our yeah spoiler time uh, i bet our friend ryan would would uh, have hated this movie did you talk to him about it at all ryan wolf yeah just based the, on the, the director of photography of Platoon of Power Squadron, yeah, the series we were just talking because about. Because of the time travel aspect of it. You don't think he would have liked the way they dealt with time travel? Absolutely or? not. No. Yeah, okay. of course he wouldn't have. Yeah. All right. Well, they did yeah. kind of, they did create a very different kind of form of time travel. They kind of did, but they also, it's, it's, it's unclear whether they followed their own rules. Uh, we can get into this. We can get into this. <laughs> okay. I, I find that interesting. And mm. so, like, um, do, do you want to start bother, at the beginning? It or, didn't really bother just, me. Okay. But should we get? Should we yeah. just talk about the time travel straight up, or sure. do you want to start from the beginning? Beginning. Um, let's start from uh, where you want to start from, Jake. You probably you've seen this movie more recently than I have, actually. Okay. Well, I mean, I saw it the weekend after it opened. I saw it. I think I saw it opening weekend. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So I saw. Yeah, I saw it like. So Six I have a week you. of debauchery that made me forget more oh, than sure. you, more than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah a week no, more. Absolutely. One you, you week gear straight into it. One one more debauchery week than you. Sure. I mean, I'm, like my week was probably debaucherous as well, but like uh, but you the have point an extra is, week. every yeah. week of ours is debaucherous. That's all that. That's all that really matters. Yes. If you're going to take something away from this conversation, that would be yeah. the thing to take away from Which it. Which is sad because we're both fathers. Anyway, so I'm, I'm going I'm to yeah. start. I'm going to start right at the right at the top. Okay. okay. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm, I'm going to start before that because okay. we have we talked about Infinity War on this podcast. We sure did. I remember. I, I was there. I enjoyed aspects of it, but I was not as thrilled with it as you were. I loved it. Yep. And I, yeah. I, I, I really liked this movie, but not quite as much. But yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah, and this movie is way better than Infinity War. Um, but it, <laughs> but in, Infinity War had to happen to get us to here. Sure, sure, sure. The problem, the best part about this movie is that we don't have to spend as much time with Thanos because that guy's fucking boring. Um, sure, okay, okay. So straight up from the top, okay? <laughs> yeah. I wondered, like, going into this, you're like, wait, okay, so how? Like what? So first of all, you hear it's like three hours and one minutes long. You uh -huh, know uh -huh. how? What? What is the? What are they even gonna do? Okay, like are they just gonna spin their wheels until they bring back all the people that died in the last movie? Is uh -huh. like like how long do we have to like watch them sit around before they like figure out the methodology to bring them back? But everything that they did in order to get there, I I was totally like way more into than I ever expected I would be. Yeah. yeah. Like first of all starting with everyone moping around being so upset like that had to happen of that's course great of course yeah i mean and they, they, and they it felt like they spent a decent amount of time on that and they should they have did. because yeah it, you should see the you should dwell on the terrible sadness of the result of the last movie because that was a big deal right <laughs> yeah or well i guess i guess immediately it they it's the matter of getting tony home which uh 
happens because of Captain Marvel. I didn't. Yeah. I never saw that movie. Did you? Yes. Yeah, you saw that movie. Yeah. And I, uh, I liked it. I didn't. It was kind of. Um, I mean, parts of it I really liked. Part like so a lot of the action was pretty cool. There were moments that it felt like uh, Terminator Two, which was cool. Oh, cool. Because it's yeah. like it takes place in the eighties and 90s or shouldn't 90s it, shouldn't it take place in the 90s yeah well yeah okay maybe the 90s it felt she was like wearing a nine inch nails t-shirt i remember yeah that yeah yeah 90s still 90s but it is this super human creature her coming to earth and like oh is she an alien uh no okay we're gonna spoil this too uh no but she she spent most uh a lot of her life on another planet and she oh, okay. has powers uh but not because full. of earth's yellow sun because she's basically superman right yeah but at this at the beginning of not until the end of captain marvel is she okay but like she comes she does have some powers and she comes to earth and she's like so she's basically like the terminator coming to earth but but someone else is trying to kill her just like terminator 2 um so and the and the thing the people that are trying to kill her and her really have no they have nothing to do with Earth. So so the same okay. thing with kind of like Terminator coming back and the other Terminator trying to kill him. Like all everything else around them is sort of just collateral, you know, um, which was yeah. cool. I liked that. Uh, and, and then, but at times it felt just kind of slow. Like I felt okay. like maybe because I came right off of Ant-Man and Ant-Man 2, which you don't like, but like they were, <laughs> they were so peppy and like quippy and fun and fast and, and funny. This was like, just kind of like, like maybe you should say a thing here maybe maybe uh maybe there should be a little joke here or something there's something there's certainly funny things about what's happening now why aren't you joking about it sure you know um and i don't know it felt a little slow but then and then at the end when she gets her she fully gets her powers it's like oh my god she is the most powerful thing i've ever seen in in any movie yeah so um, she goes totally op like yeah. i figure like so i didn't see that movie and when she showed up like flying in space or whatever and then like the first couple times i saw her do anything i was like oh okay she's super she's superman yeah yeah like well even more I, I even like, more i think than that i like brie larson yeah i just think she's great yeah so like i'm i, I probably will see captain marvel when it hits like Redbox or whatever mm-hmm. but that's the only one i hadn't seen anything of of the movies pr- prior to yeah to end game and so when we so uh she gets tony back to earth right and tony is first of all the um starvation like cg they did on him Mm it's great he looks totally malnourished yeah (laughs) so that was great work and then he's like he is a beaten man like we have never seen before like he is done for and they find thanos thor kills him immediately and then it's boom five years later yeah and that's when everyone's depressed. Yeah. And I like Except that. Except for, and yeah, I mean, she's depressed, but uh, Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, Natasha Romanoff, I got all of the names. <laughs> she, yeah. she, uh, she is kind of the sweetest we've ever seen her in the series. Yeah. Like at the beginning of Endgame, she's like settled into this role as kind of, you know, the, the core of the team people report to her she's the only one keeping the spirit alive yeah she's the only she's like sending the avengers off to investigate this that or the other and they're reporting back to her and they're kind of keeping the peace i guess on half earth that's left but they don't really seem that into it 
No, nobody seems that into it because they're all so upset that like half the universe died. Yeah. But you know, you know who saves the day? Ant Man. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Craig. Did you see the okay. end? Of, you didn't see Ant Man two. No, no, no. But I the post credit scene of Ant Man two. Did you see that? No, it I, was no. It was awesome. It was like uh, he gets sucked into the van where he comes out of in Endgame. He gets sucked into. Well, he's going in to find something out about the quantum realm. Yeah. And but and and uh, the Wasp and uh, Michael Douglas man uh, are standing <laughs> are standing outside. It's like it's a really good. It's one of my favorite post credit scenes because they're, they're standing outside and he goes in and he's like looking around and he's like. And then he's like, okay, I don't really see anything, blah, blah, blah. Guys? Guys? And it cuts back to them, and they're all, there's just flakes floating, because they just got, they got Thanos. Dusted. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, how is he going to get out of there? <laughs> and then we learn in end, in Endgame, he gets out because of a rat. <laughs> like, just walking over buttons, and then he and then he comes out five yep. years later. Yep. Yeah. But it was only, like, an hour for him, or five <laughs> minutes for him, Yeah, right, right. yeah because of the quantum realm mm. and so like i um, so because of this and because they needed his quantum realm stuff for the entire plot of this movie mm-hmm. it all forgives like the ant-man series for me now because mm. i loved ant-man in this movie yeah like he sh- he shows up at avengers compound and he is hilarious yeah and he is well actually even before that when he goes and sees his daughter and she's aged five years yeah like the his re his so human reaction in that moment mm-hmm. like really really like sold me on his character you know it felt the same to me as the ant-man movies i don't see why you didn't see it before but okay yeah i get you i get you well the ant-man movies just seemed really silly to me okay and, and that's yeah. not like that's not a very defensible standpoint i mean like i can't like that's not it's it's like the it's an argument ender right like i'm not giving you anything to work with if i just say they're silly you're like oh okay great i just yeah i mean yeah you think they're silly sure you should give it another try see i but anyway i i loved him in endgame Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um and catching up with everybody five years later yeah oh my god no dude no okay very first scene of endgame is hawkeye at home with his family. Yes, yes, yes. Teaching his daughter how to shoot an arrow. Yes. I, and I, I almost cried. I, it w- I saw it coming right away. But I didn't. I, I, com- I knew exactly how the scene was going to play out immediately. Well, I didn't know where we were. You know, like yeah. I didn't know where, where in time they were dropping us. I didn't. So yeah. it, makes, it, made, it made perfect sense to go that way. But yeah. it was beautifully done. No, but, not, but yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, I knew it was going to happen. But it didn't matter. I was also very sad. Like, it was like... <laughs> uh, it, it was a good jumping off point like a good like okay now we know what he's what he's going to be doing he's going to be going for revenge for like for the rest of his life you know yeah and, and i also didn't like i didn't realize that either i didn't know he was going to be out for vengeance uh, or any of that and and when they were talking about somebody going crazy or whatever i wasn't 100 percent sure who was going what was happening and when he was tearing apart all these people or these mobsters or whatever like it wasn't until about like halfway through that that i was like oh okay i see where where we are i see what's happening yeah yeah um i thought that was a very effective character arc as well yeah um and i guess he was going after the yakuza in japan yeah I, i assume yeah yeah all right and i adore thor i adore thor who's let himself go <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do too i enjoyed it i mean i've seen people 
who don't enjoy the um, the like fat shaming that was going on in the movie. Like I've seen a lot of a lot of people poo-pooing that, but uh, but I I enjoyed his arc completely. In like, what way was it fat shaming? Uh, or maybe maybe that's the wrong word, but there 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 were people that did yeah they didn't like the the fat jokes they didn't like the uh, um, there were there were several other characters who would comment about how he was he put on weight even his mom was like eat a salad you know um, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh stuff like that like sure people were didn't like that there are people okay. out there that don't like that well, I, mean, I liked it <laughs> okay like i like taking one of the most beautiful ma- men mm-hmm. in the world and like mm-hmm. Like, because when you have a movie star, like, I guess they had every other movie star in the world, like, in this movie already. Not in the world, in the United States. Yeah. In this movie already. Um, so they didn't have to really worry about it. But, like, Chris yeah. Hemsworth is a good-looking dude, man. Liz, would yeah. you kill the heat? Thank you. Um, he's a good-looking dude. And mm-hmm. to take a hunk and just, like, make him, give him the dad bod, you know? The beer, beer... D- beer drinking dad bod yeah like i, I mean that's it. the way i look at it i look at it as not it's not the fact that he was fat it was that it was him who was let who let himself go you know yeah um well and it, it, i mean obviously it all had to do with the uh emotional turmoil he was feeling over like cold-blooded murdering thanos yeah yeah and probably also everybody else in the world who died and universe. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, not being able to get back to, or his planet was his planet destroyed in Ragnarok. Um, yeah, I think it was. Okay. Yes. So that's why they were all living in like Ireland. Yes, or probably <laughs> Norway. No, well, that would make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and. And the thing, like, the thing that blindsided me totally, I never would have expected it to happen, was Tony Stark becoming a dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, at the beginning of Infinity War, they talk about having a kid. That's what they're talking about. Do you remember that? No. I think so. Like, right at the beginning. Right at the beginning. I wouldn't, I would not doubt it, because I, you know, like, I I only watched that movie the once, and as soon as Endgame comes out on streaming or Redbox or whatever i'll probably re-watch infinity i'll, I'll watch them as a duo you know yeah. i'll double feature it yeah um but i wouldn't doubt it because the same guys who wrote infinity war wrote endgame yeah well yeah it's just one big story mm-hmm. uh um but yeah i think but that, uh, like they said it felt like two movies it didn't feel like one movie broken in half it felt like two distinct movies yeah i agree because both the had their, is, their own arcs like, but like yeah like you kind of need to know what happened in infinity war oh yeah no no no, no. i'm not <laughs> yeah. saying you jump into endgame <laughs> like I, I wouldn't yeah. go into endgame without seeing infinity war but like infinity war is the story of thanos and his plan and endgame is the story of a group of people trying to get their friends back you know yeah um i agree i think it's interesting how is Endgame the most successful movie of all time now? Yes. Yep. It's interesting that a like a part two is like the most the most successful movie. It's all well, it's like part twenty two, but yeah. like and it totally makes sense because like it's been there's nothing that has ever happened before in cinema like this where you have, no 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 it is a very unique event <laughs> yeah um 
So where were we? We were at. Uh, well, uh, we kind of we were kind of getting getting Thor down to and, yeah. Uh, so uh, Natasha and Smart Hulk, and I love Smart Hulk being uh, celebrity, like embracing it, taking the picture, and Ant Man being confused, and do you want my picture too? Like all that stuff is gold. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah, I like it. It's just so so funny, and um, so they go to try and I feel like Tony. I've, I've witnessed or been in situations like that before. <laughs> like it's pretty it's it's pretty true like it's like you 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 get into a conversation you accidentally get into a conversation with someone who you know you're in a situation where like if i'm you know touring with my band i'm in a situation where people might know who i am yeah and accidentally get into a conversation where it seems like i i'm upset that they don't know who i am (laughs) or something and then and then, the, like, it gets really, really awkward, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. You know, that really doesn't happen to me. Well, you need to get out more, Jake. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's true. I think I do need to get out more. <laughs> it's a little harder these days. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been a hermit for a year and a half now, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're talking about babies' children. We're talking about children' babies. <laughs> Chil- yep, yeah, babies' children. Um, not the not the children of babies, but ours our our babies' children. I mean, tech, we're we are somebody's babies. We we were. That's true. Well, I mean, we still like technically still are. Well, it depends, and you know, we'll be forever. I mean, I guess. I mean, yeah. figuratively speaking, I guess we could be someone's baby. Yeah. But like technically, we're not a baby because we're adults. Well, yeah, but like the fact that okay, anyway, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> right, <laughs> we don't have right. to get into the semantics of it. Right. I think I think I think I'm just gonna flat out agree with you. I think it's a good, better way to go. Mm-hmm. We are somebody's child forever. <laughs> we are not somebody's baby forever. That's true. See, there you go. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. um, so Tony doesn't want to do it because he has uh, he doesn't want to like figure out time travel with the rest of the Avengers because. He's got his five-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. and he's happy, and he's got a life that really, really works for him, mm-hmm. maybe for the first time ever. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he really seemed to enjoy his pre-Iron Man life, but it seemed pretty shallow. Oh, yes. He finally has a life that is not shallow. Yeah. And um, he can't help himself. Like, yeah. after they leave, he cannot stop himself from cracking time travel. Right, right. <laughs> Like the Ant-Man Quantum Realm stuff, he finds out a way to stabilize it and make sure you go where you're aiming for. Yeah. And then they, they describe time travel. Okay, so what their plan is to go back in time to where the Infinity Stones were before Thanos collected them. Mm-hmm. Get the Infinity Stones, take them to the present, and yeah. s- snap everyone back into existence without yeah. undoing what Thanos did. Yes. Well, so he, so what they're saying is if you remove the, and this is how most movie time travel works. It, if, well, you remo- well, if you remove the Infinity Stones yeah. from the timeline, there's no way Thanos will ever have access to them so that this original snap won't ever happen. So all you really have to do is remove the Infinity Stones. But mm-hmm. Hulk, smart Hulk says, that's not how time travel works. That's just how Back to the Future time, tra- time travel works. And yeah. that's when Ant-Man is like, you mean Back to the Future is bullshit? But <laughs> what they're actually doing, and this is, this is as soon as I saw they were doing this, my, my little heart grew th- three sizes that day. And it, Infinity War became totally worthwhile. Yeah, because okay. they were Back to the Future 2 it. They were doing part two, man. 
they were going back into their previous movies yeah. and dipping back in. And that is one thing that I love so much. I loved I loved every I love absolutely loved that too. I was I mean the way the logic behind how the time travel worked to me was confusing and uh didn't really make a whole lot of sense, but it never does in time travel movies. There's well, always yeah, you just you, you yeah. just got to go with the conceit, basically. Right. But what yeah. what Hulk is saying is that you, what I took from it is that you cannot undo what's been done. You can travel back in time, but those things are fixed. All you can do then is change the present with things that you collect from the past, but the timeline as existed before cannot be changed. But you can, but the the things that you take will be taken. I mean, they won't they won't be taken from that time, but they will be taken for you to the present, right? But they will be taken from that time. It'll just be like the way that uh, that woman in Doctor Strange described it. Like, it's just like a new uh, universe. It's just like yeah. another an alternate universe is still right. there. It's exactly yeah. like so that I mean, it's all very confusing. Yeah, and. And then, and, and then, then they did have to return the Infinity Stones to the exact moment they took them, mm-hmm. which so also like, doesn't make sense to me. Right? If if you can't change the timeline, then why do you have to return them to the place they came from? Yeah, because when you so return like, it, when you return it, you're probably returning it to a completely different universe. Yeah, doesn't so make sense. It's, it doesn't. But it, yeah. I, it, that again, you you like you spend a second with it just to get <laughs> enough of what they're saying to yeah. make sense of the plot that they're giving you, mm-hmm. and then you just continue on down the time whenever when they start once they started talking about i loved the dialogue about time travel movies that was fantastic (laughs) yeah but once they started trying to explain the logic of it i was like i'm gonna shut my brain off because i know whatever they're doing is just convenient for the plot that they're gonna have yeah so that's how time travel works in every movie whatever's gonna be the most useful for the story you're telling that's how time travel works yeah so i'm just gonna not question it because if i do i'll get frustrated so i'm just gonna i'm gonna see that's why dude i think i I think our version of time travel in pops is like superior time travel (laughs) mythology i just think it's i just think it's the way it should be and because like you talked about like ryan was instrumental in talking this through with me yeah and he had very specific thoughts about how time travel should work and the fact that you can change change the timeline but you can't change the path of whatever went through the portal initially i yeah. think that is the factor <laughs> that makes it worthwhile yeah yeah i mean i like i, I like the logic of pops it makes it it makes co makes coherent sense and i don't think you broke the rules of that you set up no i absolutely did yeah uh, <laughs> which is good yeah yeah so in this case like yeah. as soon as they all like suited up and headed to their various timelines i was just like popcorn 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 this is like this Mm -hmm. is a great time at the movies like i'm sitting here having a fantastic time at the movies Mm -hmm. and there were certain storylines that i you know like was more invested in less invested in like i said um anytime we're around thanos i'm just like next scene please let's move this along (laughs) um but i do like uh who's Who's uh, Gamora's sister? Nebula. Yeah, I like I like Nebula, and especially because the actress Amy, what Jumanji, whatever her Amy last Jumanji. name is. Yes. Yeah, she was in Jumanji. Yeah. She was yeah. in she was amazing in Oculus, yeah. and she was a Doctor Who companion. Anyway, Amy, yeah. whatever, she's great. Yeah. <laughs> and so like the fact that she's Nebula is great, and we saw Gamora again. Do we think is so? Is Gamora alive again? I, well, yeah, a different 
version of her is alive now. A different okay. timeline of her. Right. Yeah. Uh, Karen Gillen. Ah, uh, Karen. Karen. Not Amy. Amy Karen, Karen. Gillen. A- yeah. Karen Amy Gillen. <laughs> no, yeah. so Amy Jumanji is Karen Gillen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she get um, and she played her her more um, her full story arced version of herself, and then her evil self at, as yeah. well. And I love it. Yeah. It's one of those things too, where like so, unlike Time Cop and Back to the Future too, uh, mm. you can interact with your old self. We get a Captain America past mm. and present fist fight, which yeah. is great. Yeah. We get a, a Nebula on Nebula fight, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. I mean, like, in the back of my mind, I wonder though, like to back to the time travel logic, like. So you're interacting with your when that was happening. Part of me was like, okay, they're interacting with their old selves, but it's really just like another version of themselves in a different universe. When that once this is resolved, when they go back, how do they know they're going back to their own universe? They could be right. going, you know, like how do they? Why is everyone so confident that this is going to work out the way that they theorized? Like, right, you know, right. I mean, once you start yeah. dealing with uh, alternate dimension yeah. stuff, that that's yeah. when you start really really walking a tightrope mm-hmm. uh, a logic tightrope but like um i you know i think i think it played i think it played <laughs> i didn't travel. like i understand tony uh meeting up mm-hmm. with his dad uh that was all laid out very nicely since he was working on the captain america project you know uh in the earlier movies yeah. i don't know if like that how like how forward thinking that was or if it was just cool to have like to- like iron man's dad there when captain america was being made you know like yeah i don't know how integrated at all or was it from the comics like i don't know how integrated this all is or or the histories of any of it no idea okay no cool. idea <laughs> um but like so like that scene was was good but i also don't need him to like resolve his relationship with his father but it made sense since he was now a father yeah i mean it. it was that was a really good scene because it was complete i, I always love a really well done scene that's unnecessary for the plot <laughs> you know that's really just about character development like uh i mean it's it's but it's, it also it, it can't also, be just like completely unnecessary it's got to have some purpose and the purpose well, it, was character development like well it also like it it was one of the moments that led tony to his final decision you know mm-hmm. it was it was selflessness versus selfishness right and it like kind of the conversation with his dad kind of helped shape him towards his final moment as well i suppose you could yeah you could say that but i i would i feel like he was on his way there anyway i don't think that well, yeah. scene was I mean, necessary he, he, he was yeah. sure um it's kind of it's like the scene in um mission impossible fallout when he, uh tom cruise saves the cop's life yeah uh completely but that felt more meaningful to me unnecessary to the plot though completely unnecessary you could drop that out and it w- everything else would flow just the same they could have gotten the car and gone and that scene could just have not happened at all but didn't that trigger some kind of warning sign for the bad guys or something that he i don't i don't think so there right. were the bad guys were like approaching anyway okay I mean, I don't know. I don't, yeah. Like, didn't he have to take out the bad guys in order to save the cop? He did have to take out some bad guys, but you can always write in bad guys. Like, that doesn't, (laughs) that doesn't, Okay, I thought, I thought then because those guys died, like, it led to the main bad guys becoming suspicious of Tom Cruise or something, but maybe I'm just misremembering I mean, even, even if it did, like, I don't remember either, but, like, even if it did, like, all, that scene could have easily, anything could have tipped off bad guys. But, yeah, but, you know. in that case, that was the thing that, t- if it, but it might not be like I might be misremembering. But it didn't so. have to be. The point is, it didn't have to be this whole long scene involving him saving this woman who's not even a part of the story at all. 
Like, why, why? And the only purpose I could see that be serving is that is his, you know, going back to the beginning of the movie where he's. We're talking about Mission Impossible now, but that's okay. <laughs> going back to the beginning of the movie where where it talks about like what makes him a good soldier is he thinks about the the one person as opposed right. to the. So it's all it's thematic and it's character development, but it has nothing to do with the plot. Okay, um, that's my point, and I feel like the same thing with Tony Stark and his dad is like right. Uh, you could easily write up the plot the same way without that scene, you right? Could, um, and that's what what made it so great. I think. Except One of that the, every yeah. every every part of the timeline had an emotional connection for the people that that were going. Like, so Thor gets another moment with his mom, and yeah. I uh, again, it's another moment where I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like anytime we're on Asgard, I'm a little checked out. It's it Asgard and Thanos happen have a similar <laughs> thing that happens in my brain. It's like I don't know why, but I start to disconnect from them. <laughs> and I mean, did yeah. is that footage of Natalie Portman in Endgame? Is that just from Dark Wor- Thor: The Dark World? I like, don't know. It probably is because that would be weird if that's all she came back for. Yeah, but <laughs> I feel like I feel yeah. like that's she didn't have to come back in and shoot anything else. I feel like yeah. because it Rocket too. Like we don't really see much of Rocket getting the the goop stone whatever from her like he just kind of shows yeah. back up and he's like i got it i got yeah. it Thor. let's go <laughs> you know yeah i think that's probably just footage they had uh yeah. i mean i i liked it i don't my brain doesn't turn off when he's on his planet but i didn't <laughs> i didn't i didn't love the first two thor movies i guess but i like i don't know i don't I think you you just don't like computery space stuff <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I, I think there's a certain amount of um, archness to them because I love Thor Ragnarok and yeah. that feels very contemporary. So I think yeah. there's a what certain amount. What do you mean amount, archness? Like arch, like, um, like this is very pat fantasy stuff. Okay. You know, yeah. like Thanos is like, like a Vader-esque villain. He's like, I am the warrior. I am the bad guy. You know, like he's like that's like, and this is a podcast, so people can't see my bad guy dance. I was just oh, doing, you but need it was to upload video of that. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was very impressive. Yeah, um, but so like it was very shoulders. It was shoulders and arms, like shoulders going up and down. Yeah, yeah. Just so everyone knows, my arms yeah. kind of in like a like a I'm a like little a, teapot. You're doing kind of a, little, a little like old prospector jaunty dance. Yeah, that's what, that's what it was. That's yeah. my bad guy dance. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but and in terms of like the first two Thor movies, like mm-hmm. they're very, you know, we are the noble gods and like all yeah. the bad guys are really like mustache twirling villains and the good guys <laughs> are really good. like it's like it's like yeah. old, you know, hero and villain stuff that like yeah. we are so we've seen it and we've seen it. Yeah, like. <laughs> And, and it's, it's, they're they're a little more they take themselves a little more seriously. That's part of it too. Yeah. It's the over seriousness. Yeah. And I I don't need things to be jokes, jokes, jokes. But when people, obviously uh, you don't like Ant Man, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that might be part of the problem. Yeah. But like when people are so like deadpan serious about everything, it it kind of takes me out of it because I'm like, oh, those people aren't acting like people. Yeah. I mean, they're I, acting like characters. I, I'm a little turned off by deadpan seriousness too but like i didn't for the for endgame i liked that whole section because i i thought it was really cool to see thor back in that world but the way he is now like he's 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 ragnarok thor but also unhealthy thor (laughs) yeah um uh and i i thought i i was into that i I thought it was great i cool 
I mean, and I also like I, I I keep talking negative about the time travel logic, but it didn't really bother me. I was on board. I was in. I was like, yes, this is just an excuse to get them all back to the old movies, and this is fun. This is yeah. awesome. Every- I love stepping. I love stepping back into the old movies. I love yeah. it. I loved uh, Cap getting in the elevator because I totally thought. Um, okay, we're going to watch another elevator fight and it's going to be cool. Like it's yeah. something that we've done, but I'm, I'm fine doing it again. And yeah. when all he did was the, uh, hail Hydra and they handed him the briefcase, I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. love, a, I love a moment that builds to something that deflates everything, <laughs> you yeah. know, the Indiana like, Jones shooting yeah, the guy. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. That is exactly what it is. Yeah. And, but then we still got to fight because he had to fight his old self. Yeah. And that was awesome too. Great. Great stuff. Yeah. Um, they had it all. They had the deflation and then uh, action. Yeah. They know what they're doing. And then Thanos gets gets wise to everything because Nebula ends up back in time, right? Yeah. Oh, because the Nebula, because since she's uh, mostly mechanical, like yeah. the her of the past and the her of the present can kind of re- see each other. Their brains they can kind of are see synced. what the others are saying. Yeah, their see brains it. are synced somehow. So, yeah. so Thanos finds out that that future Avengers are back in the past because of of because of his plan because, because his plan succeeded because what's her name uh yeah Nebula Nebula yeah because Nebula's brains are connected so his Nebula finds out and, and she tells him yeah. and then they conspire to send evil Nebula back in good Nebula's stead and I think and that's, good that's Nebula great. that was a great way to do all of that that made yeah. a lot of sense like how did no i love i love the it, i love a good body switch too i love that's i love like, a personality swap whoever figured that out like that's some some good screenwriting right there <laughs> that's like like how do how, how does thanos how does past thanos find first they decide that past thanos is going to find out like right. how how does he find out okay i've just yeah. got to i just got to hop in here real quick because yeah. i listened to an amazing i think it's like an hour and a half long podcast uh, on Kevin Smith's podcast network, Smodcast. Mm-hmm. And it was Kevin Smith and his buddy who talks comic books with him all the time talking to Marcus and McNeely, the guys who wrote this movie. Yeah. And they talk about all of this stuff. And they talk <laughs> about mapping it. Like, they talk... They, these are the guys who wrote Captain America First Avenger. <laughs> yeah. Like, and so they worked on all three Cap movies. And then they did, like, a rewrite on Dark World or whatever. Or, like, just a couple things. And then they did Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. And so, the, like the last eight, ten, eight or ten years of their lives, they also have worked been... on Community, the show Community. Marcus and McNeely? No, the, no, not the Russo brothers. Oh, okay, yeah. The, the Russo brothers, the directors. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Were creators on Community and directors yeah. on Community, um, yeah. which is why it was great to see Ken Jeong and uh, yeah. Yvette in yeah. this in this movie. And yeah. Ken Jeong didn't even say anything. Like, <laughs> did he? he, he Which just, is he unusual just, for him. Yeah, he just read <laughs> he just read his thing at the security monitor and stood at the end of the hall. That's all Ken Jeong did. But yeah. Yvette had like a bunch of dialogue and yeah. she was a plot point, like trying to inform on the two guys who were back in, in the... Mm-hmm. She was in the um, Captain the, America base, right? Yeah, the elevator. Yeah. Yeah, with them and turned them in, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... so basically yvette nicole brown is on community and so is ken jung yeah and um but anyway screenwriters that show's amazing by the yeah, way yeah <laughs> yeah i'm i'm getting i'm getting deep into it now 
but uh, well, so like uh just because you were talking about like whoever wrote this did an amazing yeah. job and yeah. they did and listening to them talk about the entire process of working for marvel and keeping mm. on working for marvel and then laying out infinity war and endgame it's amazing you should listen to this podcast dude it's so good it's the latest yeah. modcast episode so they were yeah that's uh that's like that's like ma- that's a lot of math just like it's a lot of math like dealing man. with with all of those characters and doing a part one and part two and like having the arc and i mean i was it's a shame that you hated infinity war but i i thought it was <laughs> I didn't brilliant hate it it just didn't mean anything to me <laughs> all right well uh i thought it was brilliant and then they do that and follow it up i mean i assume it was like the plan all along but like to follow it up with this movie yeah um and brilliant just brilliant like yeah just to th- it's it's so easy if you never have tried writing to just be yeah. to like point out the flaws and be like like uh uh think that you could do a better job and it makes it they make it seem easy when you watch yeah. it's like just exactly. logical like the, it, it's they, like things, it's like come on game of thrones twitter get a job yeah you know <laughs> yeah exactly like you just you watch it and it flows naturally and you're like you're judging like specific moments but they created the moments they created a reason to have moments so yeah. like and the way that everything kind of calls back and connects yeah like not just from infinity war or from earlier in this movie but mm-hmm. going back through 22 movies like mm-hmm. there's a bunch of callbacks to things that happened before and yeah. if you haven't seen those movies this movie still works or these two movies still work yeah. but if you have seen those movies these moments mean so much more to you I wonder how long how long they were working on this do you know how long they were working on these scripts so i guess they um the specifics of it are i think four years that makes sense like yeah they were working just on these scripts for four years yeah that, i think well i think the outlines happened four years ago and then once a movie's in production they're rewriting on it all that so they handed it here's what happened they yeah. uh did their entire outline for both movies yeah they handed in the infinity war script and one week later they handed in the Endgame script okay but then of course so this is part of the whole marvel process this when you listen to this other podcast you'll hear all about it but in the marvel process they sit down with the russo brothers and kevin feige and probably some other marvel executives and they sit around a table and they beat each scene to death yeah yeah (laughs) they they go like is this the best version of this is this what does this lead to what doesn't this lead to can we build upon it can we do this and they spend hours on yeah. each scene around the table. They should probably spend days. Yes. Yeah, and they and maybe they do. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they do. Yeah. Um, it seems I don't remember like the they... specifics of it. I was grocery shopping while yeah. listening to it. But <laughs> it seems but like they, know... they they I'm like I'm in I'm I'm in deep right now on a Wheezy Waiter video that I'm trying to get done next week. Uh with interviews with four different people and I'm trying to trying to make it cohesive with a with a little arc to it and like organize each it's like it's not just interview 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 it's like a mixture yeah. of all interviews yeah thematic like transitions yeah yeah absolutely and, and uh it's incredibly difficult mm-hmm. uh to juggle all of that information in my head while i'm doing yeah it. and to turn information into a yeah. smooth narrative yeah. is quite a hat trick <laughs> <laughs> and what it takes i 
I've realized over the years doing videos and also especially lately what I'm doing, what it takes is just grinding, just like doing it a lot, doing like and, meticulous, yeah. detailed work over and over and over and over again. That's right. what it and takes. That, and they, they, they say the words grinding a lot in this <laughs> podcast <laughs> oh, because okay. yeah. what they say is they don't mind grinding. Like that's yeah. part of what you need to be able to do to work on movies of this scale yeah. because not only are you going to grind through the script there, but as the movie goes through production, you're writing and rewriting oh, sure. day of every day. It's so easy to uh, accidentally do something that is illogical for the script and then you have to go, you notice it throughout the process and you're like yeah oh that's that doesn't make any sense we got to change that you know yeah and then so and then dominoes fall you gotta and you then... got to deal with the fallout later <laughs> on of the decisions you make now yeah so like it it in order to smoothly transition through a narrative so that not only does it make sense but there are emotional payoffs yeah like that is insane and these guys landed landed it perfectly to my mind like yeah, i uh, i felt this movie I thought this movie was great. I, I, <clears throat> the, I guess the reason I would say it, it's, it didn't blow me away or I'm not like gushing over it as much as I was Infinity War is because it was expected. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. was like. Uh, so that's part of, that's why I yeah. didn't, that's why I didn't feel Infinity War as much is because we said this last time, like I yeah. didn't feel like it mattered because we knew that everyone was going to come back. But okay. to me, then, the way they make it happen is what's the payoff for me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's earned. The fact that they earned it and that it works really well and that it's fun mm-hmm. on top of all of those things and has dramatic narrative weight. All, all of, they did all of these things with this one three-hour movie. Involving <laughs> you know? insane amount of characters and other movies. Absolutely. Yeah, like the continuity the, the, is like, geez. The, the yeah. amount of threads that they yeah. had to weave into this thing is insane. It's an incredible so, achievement, and it probably deserves the best picture. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kevin Smith kept saying over and over again, like, yeah. uh, you guys need a nod for this. Yeah. You need a screenplay yeah. nod for this at the very least, because yeah. throughout watching this entire movie, both, t- so Kevin Smith watched it twice in a row. Like, yeah. He's like, every, like, watching this movie as a writer, I was watching it going, Damn it, that's good writing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what I just said about about uh, um, Nebula, the two Nebulas. Like yeah. that is the device they use. So Thanos finds out, and that is so brilliant because it it makes perfect sense. Even though right. it's time travel, and you're confused as hell at like how the logic is working and everything, you see like their their brains are connected, and it's like that's how he finds out. That's how their plan fails. Like that's amazing. So then, uh, then they and everyone gets their infinity stones, and they come yeah. back to the present, and they construct their glove, and it's kind of like an Iron Man esque Infinity Gauntlet, and that's cool. Yeah, because Tony's ready to do it, and uh, Smart Hulk is like, "No, dude, like I'm the only one who can do this. Like I'm, I am a radioactive monster. I basically was built for this. Like this is the thing I was built for." And that like gave me a little bit of chills, you know. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, yeah, this is what he was built for. And then, so then, since it's an Iron Man glove, that thing morphs out to fit Smart Hulk's hand since it's so big. Mm-hmm. And these moments, man, like, <laughs> the, the buildup of that moment is so tense and everybody's so invested in it. And you're like, what is going to happen? Like, we it really, it, it, it hurt Thanos when he did it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like here, like, here we go. 
Let's I find mean, out. Well, here's the thing. Like, this is, like, the big, the fi- lead up to the final battle. Yeah. Like, I was less invested. Okay. Yeah. This is, I, I, I want to talk about this. Okay. Because <laughs> we're, and we're almost there. So Hulk yeah. snaps, he gets his snap off and it's a matter of like, did it work? Did it not? And he's like, like it the radiates up his arm and it's like charred all, yeah. all, all up Hulk. And it's, it's just, you feel so, it's so intense. And then, so Hawkeye calls his family and his uh, daughter answers or his yeah. wife yeah. answers. And and so like we're like yeah and that so that moment feels great you're like the beginning of the movie's now paid off for me emotionally yeah and then thanos shows up and well that was a brilliant but that was a brilliant way the brilliant little way to capture the weight of everyone coming back was to start with hawkeye and his family and then the way to prove that they came back is to see his family come back absolutely one very personal family like character arc to right. represent everyone's arc yeah like, and yeah. then and but they also don't have every dead avenger or dead marvel property character comes crashing back into the scene right away <laughs> no you know yeah. instead Thanos you just know shows up. you just know that they're back yeah and the best fight scene of the movie happens where it's just tony thor and cap against thanos yeah and be and so okay in this instance too it's like okay tony's got a little bit of firepower in him because he's iron man thor is really if anyone's got a chance here it's thor and he finally becomes the god of thunder again you know and he's got both the like battle axe he got in infinity war and he gets his hammer back when he goes back in time um (laughs) to his to asgard and the the outlier here is cap right like cap is just a super soldier and thanos is like a god so what what are you gonna do here cap and all through through that whole time like cap's gonna take a punch or whatever but so like you're watching tony and thor do this whole thing never in a million years did i think that hammer was gonna go to cap's hand (laughs) like and as soon as it did the audience i saw it with was all like yeah and like clappy or whatever Mm -hmm. and and like i was i was a little confused as to why why he was able to well, don't you remember Ultron? He was the only one who was able yeah. to move the hammer. Yeah, I, was, I remember he was the only one who was able to move it, and then, but, but to be able to pick it up and wield it all of a sudden, like I, I, I didn't get it. I read about it later. So like, the but, the the way that Marcus and McNeely framed it too, yeah. uh, and I don't, I didn't read it this way in Ultron when I watched it. I read it as Captain really trying, but what? Well, how Marcus and McNeely interpreted that moment was that Cap realized that he could move the hammer. But he didn't want to embarrass Thor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, so, that's that's not the way that uh, I've seen others interpret it. Which yeah, is, no, me, me, <laughs> me neither. How did, did you, so you've read about people interpreting the moment from this movie? Yeah, and it's happened in the comics apparently. Um, oh, okay. But I think it has to do with, um, like, Thor says that you have to be worthy, mm-hmm. or like his dad says you have to be worthy, or something um yeah like a pure spirit or something like that and captain uh, captain america he did something that uh made him worthy since he tried before like and i can't remember what it was but he did oh, okay. like something made him worthy uh, for the the hammer that's one way to interpret it but but all of these ways to interpret it to me are like these are things outside of what we saw so like right no, and, no, no. but and to me like to me as a viewer in that moment, like, 
I remember the Ultron moment, and I thought it was just a matter of Cap almost being able to move it. Like, yeah. he was the only one who jostled it, and Thor got worried for a second. That was the yeah. best part of that whole movie, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like <laughs> that, yeah. I really enjoyed Ultron a lot. I as didn't a movie. dislike Ultron. Yeah. But that moment was my absolute favorite. And yeah. so, like, seeing it paid off in this moment, like, the, the I don't need to know the end to end logic gaps. All I know is that. Cap was able to wiggle it, and now yeah. he can wield it. Like, yeah. that made sense to me. Had he never, had that Ultron moment never happened, this would make zero sense to me. Yeah. You know? I, uh, I don't know. It, it, I don't, it didn't ruin the movie or anything, but, like, it, I didn't enjoy the, that that was out of nowhere like that. Like, I, oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed it because it was so surprising to me and i was like oh and the reason i the other reason i was so oh is because finally he had like a stake in the game like he was he had an ability to take on thanos well yeah because without that hammer he he did need that yes yes he did need the hammer that's for sure yeah and so Uh, like they're getting beat down beat down beat down cap's about to die everybody's about to die and then, like, the whole army, the whole Thanos army and all the, like, flying spaceship alien creature, whatever things, are coming and the armies are swarming. And that's when the Doctor Strange circles appear. <laughs> yeah. And out walks every person we lost in the last movie. And, yeah. dude, as much as I, as much as everyone who had ever seen a movie before knew it was going to happen at some point, like, <laughs> I... I felt what the movie wanted me to feel. Yeah, I like I, I like that. Yeah, and my and like I, my heart swelled and I, like my eyes welled up and like here it was. And then the fighting started and I was like, okay, I just want the movie to end now. Yeah, <laughs> because, because well, it's kind of like how we. I think it's kind of the same way we felt about Spider Man into the Spider Verse, where like we uh, we both. It's I, I thought it was one. Of, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. But yet I was still like the end. The 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 end battle i'm like yeah okay yeah, yeah because we know we know these things so like it's yeah. gonna there's gonna be you're gonna see some cool things in it but like yeah. but we don't like it's just the emotional payoff has happened and yeah. the final emotional payoff is gonna be them winning but i know we're gonna get there so let's see how fast we can get there yeah except in this case i that's how i felt initially and then mm. seeing the contributions of each member to the yeah. battle like the specific way that they use specific people yeah i loved it like yeah i, I loved really... how they like carry um spider-man like they like they, yeah like there's a there's a lot of cool things that happen it was, it was yeah pretty, it was and, they're, pretty awesome. and they're transferring the uh what they're trying to get something back to the quantum machine or something yeah i don't even remember the, yeah the i don't stick. remember like again yeah. like it's it's a battle and there, there are objectives that are being met throughout but yeah. the way that, like so like giant like ant-man all grown into a giant like punching down that spaceship guy i thought yeah. that was awesome yeah like and the fact that everybody contributed and then there's that uh ladies of marvel moment which some people i've seen Either way on the internet, people are like, that's cool. Other people are like, that's pandering. I was, yeah. I, I immediately felt like that's pandering, but then I was like, but it's cool too. So I don't care. Like, I, I didn't even um, think about it as all women. I just thought of the characters. I was just like, yeah, these, they're doing stuff. Cool. I didn't, it didn't even register to me. Sure. I don't did, see it, gender, Jake. I don't see gender. That must be hard for you sometimes. It is hard. It's actually um, So, but like, yeah. so like that moment happened. That's good. And then we're on 
to trying to get back into the uh, quantum. We're trying to get the time machine back. Cause, oh, because they've got to get the infinity. So Thanos is trying to get the stones back so he can resnap, mm-hmm. And they're trying to get the stones back to the old time machine to get it out of play so that mm-hmm. they can get it back in time or whatever. Yeah. Or just keep away. Maybe it's just keep away from Thanos. I'm not even sure. Because I know uh, they do have to return them at the end. But um, you know, the, Yeah, the, the, the goal is actually to just get them as far away as possible. But then yeah. that doesn't happen. So the goal changes. <laughs> right. And yeah. then Captain Marvel shows up. And she could just like, destroy everything right away. She does some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but it all comes down to Tony again, right? Mm-hmm. Like Tony puts the glove on. And we all know the consequences of it. And mm-hmm. like what it could do to someone. If it, if it does that to Hulk, what's it going to do to a guy like Tony? Mm-hmm. And dude, I'm telling you, when after we've seen him say it twice, after we've seen Thanos say, I am inevitable, and mm-hmm. he just says, I am, and there's that beat, Iron Man, and he snaps. <laughs> it was like, oh my yeah. God. Like, I felt that more than anything, man. I was like, well, back to the first movie. Well, that's, uh, you know, that's a character that's been around, at least in the, the MCU, for 21 movies. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I don't know if he's appeared in every one, but like he's been a character in this world for that long. And uh, but it's also a callback to like a specific kind of thing, right? That's the end of Iron Man. That's the end of the first Iron Man. Oh yeah, Man. right. Yeah, is like him standing up there, and we've seen this moment a million times where the the hero stands up there and says, "It's not me. It's I'm yeah. not that guy. I'm just a normal guy." But yeah. he was the first one to stand up on a podium and say, "No." It's me. I accept this responsibility. And the fact that he used those same words in this moment, like, was beautiful to me. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. But it's also also made more powerful because this is a character that's been in or a part of the largest series of movies ever. So, (laughs) and, and, and now dead. Yep. So... But he like so there are several things about that moment too that I listening to the Russo brothers talk on a YouTube video I think it was a GQ video and then listening to Marcus and McNeely talk about these moments he didn't say that in the initial draft and in the initial shooting that was a reshoot it was one oh. of the last things they shot was Robert Downey Jr. saying I am Iron Man <laughs> oh what did and, he say originally uh, it was just some quip or whatever like Robert yeah. gave them a bunch of alts on it and none of yeah. them had the moment that it needed to be yeah and then so they. It was actually um, Marcus and McNeely, I think they ended up like taking credit for it in the Kevin Smith thing, but the Russo brothers say that it was their editor who came up yeah. with that moment uh, in the editing room. He was like, what if he just said, I am Iron Man, <laughs> like based off of I am Sometimes Inevitable. Sometimes it's hard to, uh, to know who came up with things. Sure. Like, well, no, and especially in the Marvel process, it sounds like there's a lot of ideas doing flying. so much, like, you <laughs> yeah. don't, I don't remember things that i've done or others have suggested to me or whatever for sure uh, but also and, and that reminds me of a um uh the fight club uh commentary uh the the, <laughs> the, the, the dvd commentary there's many different commentaries yeah yeah and i watched a few of them i don't know if i watched i may have watched all of them i don't think so but i was watching the writer in one of them and talking about how he came up with some specific line that edward norton said or something jim ewells yeah and then, and then uh, in the Edward Norton commentary, like they came to that same point, and someone's <laughs> like, "How did you come up with that?" And he's like, "I don't know, it just came to me." Like, like, like he, like he, the, the, I think, I think it was Edward Norton. Like the actor thought he came up with it, but then, yeah, the writer talked about coming up with it and the reasons why he came up with it. So for sure, 
like it but i i don't fault anyone like it's so hard to remember if you came up with something or not after doing so much stuff no for sure i do yeah. like just based on hearing the accounts of it i do bet it was the editor's idea though yeah um at any rate then yeah. they also commented on the fact that after following that we watch him get totally charred up his right side and mm. he's uh clearly at death's door and mm. then peter parker comes up and kind of has a last moment with him because so much of their interaction in Infinity War is what he, the guilt he was carrying throughout this entire movie was the loss of Peter Parker, you know, because mm -hmm. he was the one who brought him into the Avengers universe in the first place yeah. in like Civil War. Yeah. Um, so anyway, all of that. And then, so when Pepper, dude, <laughs> when Pepper comes up to him, I mean, my God. And then she's like, she's like, she's she like, tells him he can rest. she's like stoic about, about it. And then yeah. when he dies, she starts crying. Yeah. Like, she tells him that they're going to be okay and that he can... Are you, are you losing it, Jake? Are dude, don't it? even. Don't, you don't need to... Like, they can't see this. Like, no. I'm, I'm keeping my voice pretty steady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. um... But, yeah. So, uh, keep it to yourself. But, uh... But <laughs> they, they, the thing they said, too, was... And I, I think Kevin Smith pointed it out as well, is that the most verbose character in all of the MCU didn't say a thing after he snapped. Yeah. The last thing he said was, I am Iron Man. Yeah. And he sits there and people come to him and that's it for him. Yeah. Although his hologram has a speech afterwards. So we do get a little more mm, Tony. That's true. Even in death, he has things to say. He's yeah. Tony. And so that's funny too. Like we, he can go out on a funny moment. Yeah. So that's fun. But like that scene on the battlefield really, really worked for me, man. Like Tony going yeah. down. That yeah. entire The way they played that entire sequence was i just it they nailed it yeah i uh are you worried about um robert downey being able to pay his bills now yeah he's not, i mean he's out I, of, I, for out sure I, I know he's been living paycheck to paycheck on these marvel movies yeah, so yeah really big paycheck to really <laughs> big paycheck but you know when you have it you spend it so like i, yeah. I know he needs to find work uh, soon, i would really quickly. like to know how he spent it like that's like <laughs> that's that'd be hard yeah yeah. It's nothing but fueling private jets for it other seems, people, you know? Sounds like he's so really generous. wasteful. Sounds yeah. really wasteful. Yeah, it's not that he's wasteful, it's just that he's dumb oh, with he's money. Just, oh, he's giving money to others. Okay. Yeah. That would yeah, be he's very great. charitable. Yeah. That charitable. would be great. Yeah. But he only gives to the super rich. So I mean, is it like where do you mm. how does it That's a problem. He's basically yeah. the Republican Party. That's a problem. I mean, it's, That's <laughs> problematic. Yeah. The, no, he's not. He's not, guys. Don't let's not I was joking there. Then there's the funeral scene and just like the star power lined up like from the dock all the way back to the house like yeah. that there's so much hollywood star power here and there's yeah. only and i didn't realize i lies yeah. i've been this po the podcast sorry craig i'm talking to you too but eliza and i were <laughs> there was one person we didn't know who it was in the lineup um, it was like you're going all the way back to the house and then three people from the like three groups from the back there's one teenager standing there by himself and marcus and mcneely were like oh no oh. that's the little boy from iron man 3 yeah yeah i read that later yeah. yeah yep it's the kid from iron man 3 yeah okay isn't that awesome he that's the best part of iron man 3 is that yeah. whole section the relationship with the, kid. with the kid yeah it's so good yeah that's awesome that they brought mm -hmm. him back because no one would have probably complained that he wasn't there oh no no one would have noticed at but all. if if it would have came up like if you would if someone would have thought about it 
they would have been like, oh, it's a shame that he wasn't there, you know. But he except was for there. The fact, except for the fact that, like, his and Tony's relationship was really uh, a one-on-one relationship. So, like, unless, maybe he told Gwyneth about it. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, Pepper Potts. Pepper. Maybe he I'm told sure. Pepper he probably about did. it he probably, yeah. Maybe he kept in contact with him. Yeah, little pen pal. Well, he did yeah. have the, uh, he did leave him like a mask or something that he was yeah. able to communicate yeah, with. Yeah, he probably totally right. talked to him. He totally talked cool. to him. So he got an invite. He got yeah. they, they probably sent the Avengers plane or a Guardians plane out to for him. Yeah, that's, and that's then, great. So where are we left? That's what I want to know, Craig. Now that oh. Endgame has happened, where are we? What's going to happen? I have no idea, but it really depends on who the villain, like what's the next big villain plot? Because I'm not worried about that because this is the the Infinity War Endgame is the first time that they were ever worried about the villain plot. <laughs> like uh, the rest of the time, the villains all had plans, but it wasn't like what you came to the movie for. It was there though. I remember after right after. Um, maybe this is why I, I've speculated. This is one reason why I enjoyed Infinity War more than you <laughs> or, or some other people is that right after uh, the first avengers when thanos is shown at the end credits like i went home and i read all about thanos yeah, and I read yeah. all about what he's gonna do and so like, you had been waiting and, for him yes and i've been i knew he was in the background the whole time <clears throat> yeah and i knew what it was truly about the whole time and i like every time every time a movie came out i'm like how does this connect and like and i figured out how it came and i was excited it made me excited to see thanos finally do his thing yeah so i think that's what they have to come up with next for the to drive the next 20 movies or whatever it's going to be they got to have something that's going to sure. do that if they don't have that then it's not going to be it's not going to lead to such an epic uh conclusion probably so we know uh, the next spider-man movie is him in europe or whatever on a class field trip being spider-man mm-hmm. um do we think guardians and thor are a, are a team ongoing i wonder about that I think I would be happy about that. I think it would, I would be, be fine with that. I think it would be great, but it would be <laughs> be weird. Well, I mean, yeah, even yeah. just even just the way that the conversation happened, where yeah, um, where uh, Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt, yeah, who Star Lord? Okay, so yeah. just like when Star Lord is like is like I'm the captain of the ship, or, or Thor is like uh, we all know who's the who's in charge here, <laughs> and then they, there's that beat, and Star Lord yeah. goes me right <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. thor's like yeah, yeah yeah like that dynamic is so fun i could watch an entire movie of that <laughs> well, and maybe i, feel I like would get tired of it but i it, feel like I, could. I just wonder like how that yeah i think it would get old at, at some point they'd have to figure out an well actual... it wouldn't be the only dynamic but right, like, right like i can yeah. i can see that relationship going on for a long yeah. time and me being fine with that it just it's just I wonder what the future would be like. Is Thor going to be cool with just hanging out on that ship forever? Well, like, and like uh, yeah. Thor, Thor and Rocket are like buddies now. So yeah. like then, then I'm Groot, so might feel, Groot might for, feel a little bit about. I'm might so feel excited little... about for a Guardians movie with Thor in it. It sounds great. <laughs> uh, well, so, James Gunn finally got the reins back. Did you hear that? Yeah, they're working on another yeah, one. Guardians yeah, 3. Yeah, and it, Thor is probably in it, I, I assume. And like the I way this ended, that. it would I be would really that. disappointing if he wasn't the way this ended. Yeah. Um, so that's probably going to happen. Uh, what else will happen? I, I think they're doing a. Are they doing a Hawkeye movie or? A, uh, oh, we didn't. We skipped right over it. It was. It was maybe uh, one of the more important parts of the time travel. But Black Widow dying, dude. Oh yeah. Like, I, I, I love. I love ScarJo. Mm-hmm. I love Scarlett Johansson. I think she's great. Did you see her Hot Ones episode? I did not. Do you watch not. Hot Ones? 
I have seen some episodes, yeah. yeah. I think you sent so, me one. Yeah. I probably did. Brian like, Cranston? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. He was hilarious. It was yeah. him and James Franco. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. With the uh, Why Him, or what was the name of that movie? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but like the Scarlett uh, oh, Johansson. I think that is right, yeah. The Scarlett Johansson episode, she is so charming. I think she even finally won Eliza over. <laughs> I thought I'd get a comment from the living room, but no. Yeah, no. Maybe she went to bed. That could be. Um, but she, yeah, she's, she's uh, great. And so to see her be the one who took the dive off the cliff for the soul stone. Like, mm-hmm. I, like take Hawkeye, man. I know, like, I love the, him and his family story, and we needed him to resolve that whole storyline. But mm-hmm. he also had his, um, his vengeance sins to pay for, which maybe we will see play out in the next movie. Or maybe a TV series now that um, Marvel is going to be part of the Disney streaming service. Oh, that could be, yeah. Um, but... But I don't want Black Widow to be gone. They t- wasn't there supposed to be a Black Widow movie, too? I thought there was. And maybe it's a prequel. Oh, I hate prequels. I'm done with prequels, man. I don't like prequels very much, either. Yeah. Uh, well, it depends, I guess. But uh, not usually, I don't. <laughs> but, uh, all right, I'm just less excited about them. Me, too. Um, but uh, I guess going forward, like, who, who's, like, a major... There's got to be a Black Panther, there's yes, got to be a, a there bunch is, they're of working Black on Panther another movies. Black Panther. Yeah. I think there it seems like the only the only thing that I see as a possibility is just sorry, if you there's beeping going on that's my our, our sing-songy dishwasher finishing right now. Oh. Okay. Well, it sings uh, your little song? Yeah, it does. That's nice. Um so no, it's annoying. Anyway, <laughs> uh it's so far the only prospects I see are just sequels to already established franchises. Sure. And just kind of going their own direction. I don't really see well, like that. A, but I mean, that's how that's how it always is. Until like, boom, there's a Black Panther and it's huge. Like, so I mean, I don't know what other. Like, I didn't even. You, like, no. So like you like they could have just done sequels to the previous Marvel movies, but there's there's got to be like a billion characters <laughs> somewhere in the background there that you could do things with. That's true, but I'm but what I'm saying is like I'm I'm trying to think of what they could do together, like another Avengers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like so far, what I see is like another Black Panther movie, another Spider-Man movie, another Guardians movie, just more of those. Well, and probably like a Captain reboot with uh, with the new Captain America. But what really made the MCU unique was the coming together with the Avengers the and like being film. in the same world. Um, and I don't know what that'll be. I feel like that there's no indication of what that could be yet. They they probably have plans, but like I don't I don't know what to predict. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, so the fact that the fact that the Avengers building still exists and, you know, there's a I'm, couple of the old Avengers still around. I'm uh, sure they're going to they're going to have more Avengers movies, but they'll probably call it something else. They'll probably yeah. come up with yeah. A but, new name a new name for the group. Yeah. Just because they otherwise <laughs> it would be like another Avengers movie like yeah. like you know, so they'll have to oh. come up couple couple things we didn't mention but that i want to talk about i loved seeing scarlet witch face off against thanos i loved uh, that because i dig scarlet witch i think she's a total badass and it was great to see her oh, like yeah. really take on thanos because mm-hmm. she has so much power and she's awesome um yeah. and i really like elizabeth Olsen she got too. a real raw deal in infinity war oh yeah she absolutely <laughs> did yeah um although i didn't because it was the end of vision so <laughs> Yeah. bringing it back to the old podcast yeah. but uh we also have to mention 
Cap, man. Yeah. Old man Cap sitting well, on a this bench. Is, I really, really like how it ended, and I really it was an interesting and surprising choice to like the last shot of the movie is him with Agent Carter. Yeah. Uh, Peggy. In the past, in love, and that's the, how the whole thing ends. I think it's a great choice, but it was surprising that that's how so they decided I, to end it. It was surprising to me, too, until uh, they said in the Kevin Smith podcast that, um, well, it was Kevin Smith who said it. He was like, in that first Avenger movie, like, the last thing he says to Peggy is, save me a dance. Yeah. And we wait a billion movies until they get their dance together. Yeah, but I still don't know why that would mean that it has to be the last It doesn't have to be the shot, last thing, no. Yeah. But, like, that, I yeah. think it... I think it since Marcus and McNeely, their first Marvel movie was Captain America. I think that had a little special yeah, place in their yeah, heart. Yeah, they felt close to it. That but I also been, think like, it works thing. because it works because it's like we just saw the most epic shit you've you're ever gonna see, <laughs> yeah. and then we end on the most basic thing you can, which is love and two people dancing. You know? Absolutely, like uh, and Cap having doing all these amazing things, but what yeah. matters to him is having this life. Yeah, and. I, uh, the Captain America movies and full story, I'm not that interested in really, I but I did really love how it ended. Um, and, uh, but, and I like, I, I really like how he went back in time and then stayed there and then grew old mm-hmm. uh, for a present day. Um, and then just I don't ended up really like the, the yeah. I don't like the time travel logic <laughs> about it, about <laughs> it at all. It doesn't make sense to me at all, but, uh, because i mean wouldn't they were saying they're going back to other timelines right so like why was he could he age back into the same timeline i don't understand <laughs> but uh but i like i really liked how it ended <laughs> yeah emotionally emotionally yes. you felt it logically you hated it <laughs> yeah well i hate's a strong word i i don't think i cared enough logically to hate it so but, yeah. uh it's been a good conversation about endgame yeah i feel like we covered it i feel like we did it i feel like we have We've done the MCU. Yes. Well, there'll be more. There'll be right. more. But like, will we podcast about it? Or is this our, our, our MCU endgame? If they keep making good movies, we'll talk about them probably. Okay. Fair I game. I mean, that's the thing. Like, we're, we all complain about comic book movies all the time. There's, they're everywhere. But they keep making good ones. I think they falter sometimes, but it's like, true. I was predicting the end of the Marvel era as soon as I saw the uh, announcement of Guardians. As soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, "Oh, okay," because because what they were before Guardians and what they mm-hmm. became after Guardians are two very different things. True. So I it thought started they were, becoming more com- comedy based. Yeah. So I thought they were going to yeah. try to do like what they'd been doing with the earlier Marvel movies with Guardians, and I was like. Mm-hmm. That is not going to work. But as no. soon as I saw that first trailer, I was like, oh, it's a straight-up comedy. Yeah. Like, yeah. then I was like, oh, this could actually work. <laughs> yeah. They keep making good ones. And yeah. I'm looking well, forward to does. you re-watching Ant-Man movies and coming around. I'm not going to rewatch those, but I will rewatch <laughs> Infinity War. And you just keep talking about how good the comedy is, but yet... But yet uh, the the comedy of the Ant Man movies doesn't work on me somehow. I, I don't know why, dude. I don't know. I love Paul Rudd. I love him. Give it five years. Come back to it. You might change your mind. I love five Paul years. Rudd so much. Five years, Jake. That five I watch years. Halloween Six: The Curse There's of Michael Myers. There's some sort of bias in your brain that you can't shut off. Five years from now, you'll like it. My baby's coughing. Uh oh. Is she waking up? Probably not. 
sometimes she'll cough and then go back to sleep. She's probably fine. She almost never wakes up. I'm sorry. That's she almost amazing. never wakes up in the middle That's of the night. A, that must be amazing to be you. Uh, she has she is definitely taken after her mom, China, as far as how she sleeps. Definitely not how I sleep. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I guess maybe our baby takes after Eliza because Liza isn't the most soundest, isn't the soundest of sleepers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I think we're okay. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, happy end game. Well, you know what, Craig? Usually we end this with two specific words, but this yeah. time I'm going to end it with a snap. I am... No! Jake. No!